Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. And welcome to another episode of Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard, CEO and President of Voice America. Joining me, of course, uh, my Vice President of Broadcast Operations, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Ryan, welcome to the show. Yo, it's Friday. Finding a frequency is in the house. We got a packed <laughs> studio today. It's uh, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Yes, it's going to be a real good show. Special show today. But before we get to all of that, uh, last week we had Mr. Thomas DeShooter on the show. Yeah, Thomas was awesome. You know, he was. Uh, he's a real uh, smart guy, money strategist. Uh, he's an author. He's a speaker. Change maker, wealth architect. Wealth architect. That, that was nice. the buzzword. Yeah, wealth you architect. That, you, know, you were excited about that <laughs> last like week that one, too. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> He's also a host with us. Did he start it? His show starts when? Uh, next week. Next week, right? So you know what? Tune in to his show, uh, Thomas DeShooter. He's on the Influencers Channel. So uh, look him up and uh, make sure you listen to his show if you want to know about your money and how to keep it and build on it. And that's the guy to go to. So absolutely. All right, we also have a special guest host with us today, uh, Mr. Andy Costello. Hello. Hello, hello. Andy is our creative director, but he is also host of the new show, Atomic Monsoon. A maelstrom of pop culture discussion. (laughs) There you go, there you go. (laughs) Love it. So how's that show going? So far, so good. Um, we've been live. Well, we, we pre-record. We, we're more podcasty than most of the Voice America mm-hmm. shows, uh, mostly because of uh, my nerves. Um, <laughs> Chicken. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, no, it's been good. It's been good. We've, we've had uh, a couple shows up uh, the last two weeks. Um, we've got four episodes out. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been available for a couple weeks, rather. Um, but we've gotten a few hundred listeners already. So not bad. We're doing, we're doing pretty not good to start shabby. with. Yeah. What's, your, uh, what's your setup look like? Who's your co-host? Yeah, so it's, it's uh, myself and then uh, Josh, one of our engineers, mm-hmm. and Stephanie, our social media specialist. Um, and the three of us have all been kind of nerdy, kind of obsessed with pop culture stuff uh, most of our lives. So we gotcha. found, uh, yeah, we, we define ourselves as three pop culture experts. Okay. You're the expert in what? Uh, comic books, um, 80s and 90s video games, and uh, suitably enough, professional wrestling. Excellent. Stephanie is the pro in what? Uh, Star Wars and sports, mostly. Yeah, she's big on the yeah. Star Wars. And Josh? Um, also comic books, uh, more modern video games, um, and uh, probably more television than the, okay. uh, the rest of us. Yeah, yeah you and guys got that whole pop culture fill yeah. up. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's actually interesting to talk to those guys, too, because every, every one of them all has a kind of a different take. Uh, we all talk Marvel movies in the office, <laughs> and uh, everybody has their own take on it, and it's always some uh, spirited conversations, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I get, well, I see the crew get together here and there, and of sure. course, I hear you guys in the studio or in the conference room playing mm-hmm. around, so... Uh, spirited is probably an understatement. <laughs> you guys can really get going. So, well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, content's been uh, flowing nicely. What have you guys been talking about the last couple? No weeks? shortage of content at all. Um, no, we, there's been a lot of you know with the new seasons of TV coming up. There's been a lot of announcements for yeah. for TV shows. Um, DC Comics has started their stream or is starting their streaming service tomorrow. So um, today we should be talking about that quite a bit. Um, lots of the comic book movies and stuff. Um, uh, lots of weird video game announcements coming out. Um, so just yeah, kind of a little bit of everything. Uh, TV's, TV's been killing me because you know I like my uh, my shows like mm-hmm. The Flash, Arrow, Originals. You know I like sure. that whole CW mm-hmm. lineup. Mm-hmm. Did the fall season start yet? Am I missing programs? What's going on? I don't think they've started yet. I think they're coming up in the next few weeks though. Okay. Yeah. They take a long time. It, well, it's it's a season, which is theoretically only 13 weeks out of the year, right? So. Yeah, I mean, but you, you're rolling. I mean, we do 13-week uh, pilot <laughs> series yeah. and seasons. Yeah. So I understand how the season right, works, right. but 
it seems like what do they skip a season? Uh, I think they I think they just do thirteen in the fall and maybe thirteen in the spring and then they're just dead yeah. for the summer. Okay, so that makes more sense. Yeah, that that, that I can see. All right, so uh, you know we're gonna go to break. We'll take our first commercial break. Um, and then we'll come back with our very special guest who is with us, Exciting. but we'll save that in a moment. Guys, you can find us all over the social sphere, uh, facebook.com forward slash finding a frequency net. And of course, all over Twitter at Radio Ryan one at Jeff Spinney two at Voice America TRN. And real quick, before we jump off, I have to send a special congratulations to Voice America's own Maddie Rose Holler. Congratulations Maddie on your engagement. Rose. Shout out. Congratulations on your engagement. We'll be right back. Woo. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. Welcome back. We have a very special show today because you guys know wrestling is near and dear to my heart. Uh, WWE style. Uh, this gentleman uh, is better known by his ring names, Leaping Lenny Poffo and the Genius. He's a Canadian-American professional wrestler. He's a motivational speaker, poet, and actor. He is also the real-life younger brother of the macho man, Randy Savage. He's written two books, uh, both of which you can find uh, on Amazon, which he'll tell you where. But, uh, Lanny, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. I'm very excited to be here. This is the leader in Internet media, Voice America. Yes, sir. Boom. Yes, sir. I like it. I like it. You know, he's cut a few promos in his career. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Lanny, you know, this is Finding Your Frequency. Finding Your Frequency is generally about you know the journey how somebody got to where they were going when they found their frequency tell us a little bit about the the early days of uh the genius leaping lenny poffo oh the early days i was born december 28th 1954 that makes me the oldest person of the four of us right now <laughs> i'm going to be 64 years old uh coming up and um I don't think I'm middle-aged because I don't know anybody 128. <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that. Love it. <laughs> so I'm going to, see, the, I'm different than any other wrestler you've ever met. They're all earn it and burn it type people. They're pleasure, power, and possession. Mm -hmm. Whoa, like Ric Flair, I can't make that noise. Whoa. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he just got married for the 115th. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it only that many? Yeah, yes, I, I am proud to say I'm just a one-time loser. There you go. <laughs> Success. 
My daughter is 34, and my grandson is going to be 19 months uh, a couple of days from now. Wow, well, congratulations. congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, I now, I had Jewish side of the family. I, I called them Zadie and Bubby. I had the Italian side of the family that was known as Norma. They said, what do you want to, what do you want him to call you? And I said, how about Abuelo? Abuelo. <laughs> Abuelo. Very nice. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not Hispanic, but I think it sounds. <laughs> I was about to ask. I, I didn't think you were. So wh- where did it all start, Lanny? When did, when did you get into, well, I know your father uh, was a promoter. Uh, did he own his own uh, wrestling? Um, promotion. Promo- well, I guess it was yeah. a promotion, right. But company. He was, a, he was a wrestler, and he started back in 1947, um, following, uh, did you know there was a war going on in World War II? Oh, and that, shit, right. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, they got a GI Bill. I'll tell you what, I, I'm a poet, and I'll, I'll explain yes. it in poem, okay? Um, it was back in 1945 on Independence Day that Nazis had surrendered. Japan was on its way. My dad was in the Navy, as history will tell, as he was bleeding through the mats, a world record fell. He did 6,000 sit-ups with an extra 33 to glorify our savior who died on Calvary. And Robert Ripley's feature celebrated this event, giving credence to success is not an accident. That's always been his motto through times both good and bad. He's a real hall of famer and the world's greatest dad. Now, I lost him back in 2010, and Macho Man Randy Savage, my brother, Randy Poffo, died 2011. I took care of my mother for mm-hmm. six years, and she died June 3rd of last year. And uh, now, um, all I can tell you is I used to be the younger brother, and now I caught up with him. I'm the older brother now. Right, <laughs> right. Well, that's, uh, you know, quite the, the, the history there uh, with the family members. Uh, sorry for all three. Um, but you got your, your your daughter now. You got your grandchild. So you you're building up uh, grandpa there. So you know, get things going on that end. I am a one time loser in the marriage race, <laughs> which is extremely successful. Because they say people that get remarried, they you know, it's a triumph over uh, triumph of hope over experience. So. I'm going to keep that experience hot. Yeah, well, I'm a, a one-time divorcee, so uh, we're going to stay right there as far as I can see right now. So, I don't know. You never know what could happen, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not really looking to get remarried. I'm not married nope. at all, ever, so <laughs> y'all are ahead of me. <laughs> Ryan, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're I'm tied the, I'm, in. I'm the normal guy that's yeah, just you married and kids, been with the same woman for 29,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Hi, love. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, get do, I get to do anything I want all the time. And I don't have to say those two words, yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> that's always good. Yeah, that's a, that's got to be a good one when you don't have to answer to anybody. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what made me feel really, uh, I used to be a follower of Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, such a great man and everything. He, we lost him a few years ago with... Um, uh, leukemia I think mm-hmm. and uh, he was married and divorced three times so it's like if a great man like that can stumble and fall then I don't feel so badly sure <laughs> sure. sure. everybody can stumble and fall uh, once or twice in their lives so so uh, let's go back to the young Lanny Poffo uh, during your wrestling career uh, how did you get in what well, I mean what was it like to become a wrestler well, I wanted to be a baseball player, and so did my brother. And he got signed by the St. Louis Cardinals. He got unconditionally released and sent to the Cincinnati Reds organization, and then sent him back about four years. And that, at the age of 22, he uh, 10 years later he makes his debut in Madison Square Garden. Ooh yeah, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty great. So I wasn't anywhere near as good as at baseball as my brother or as good at wrestling. And uh, the only thing that was really exceptional about me was I found it was better to be unique than good. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was pressing that unique thing as Leaping Lanny, and then of course as the genius, yeah. I was so unique it was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I used to watch, you know, anytime I would watch uh, WWE or WWF back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the genius would come out. He'd have his frisbees with his poems written on them. And, you know, once you've done reading, they go out to the audience. And, yeah, I don't know if I was the biggest fan <laughs> of, of the genius, but uh, it was, I, I mean, you. You were uh, very talented as a wrestler. You know, you belonged in the ring with the big boys. So, um, I really well, enjoyed you, watching wrestle. Don't feel badly. Some of the best people in the world were not fans of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. About, uh, yeah. I was watching some of your matches when I found out you'd be on this week. I thought, well, well, I should go back and rewatch some some classic Lenny Poffo. And man, you were doing some stuff in the '80s that nobody was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, in your match against Hulk Hogan on Saturday Night's Main Event, you were doing moonsaults, and nobody in the '80s was doing moonsaults. That's right. Everybody says I invented the moonsault, and uh, I always answer, "Yes, I invented it." Right after I saw a Japanese wrestler, <laughs> <laughs> so I stole it first. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, Andy, because you are a big fan, uh, did you like the genius when you were younger? So, uh, to be perfectly honest, I (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately I didn't start watching wrestling until a couple of years after the genius had sort of uh, disappeared for a bit. Oh, Um, I did see some of your run managing the uh, the Beverly Brothers, um, right? Because I started in kind of '93, so I saw some of some of that, um, but unfortunately, uh, as a as a little kid, I, I just I wasn't exposed to wrestling um, okay. until some kids started talking to me about it at school um, in 93. But I've gone back, and with the WWE Network, you know, being able to watch everything, like, I, I go back and I try and get caught up on everything. Catch I've watched every WrestleMania. Um, I've watched most yeah. of the summers. Like, you know, I'm going through all of the big events and trying to fill in some holes here and there. So I've sure. seen plenty of Lanny's work, for sure. Excellent. Yeah, I probably started watching wrestling with my dad when I was a kid in probably 86, 87, you know, I was mm-hmm. five, six years old. Mm-hmm. So I remember a little of, of Lanny, uh, but I, yeah, man, I can't, he beat Hulk Hogan. I want to know about that. I want to hear that. I want to hear about that. How was, how was that to, to beat Hulk Hogan on national television? Well, I was more surprised than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, you little Hulkamaniacs. Yeah, the genius was victorious against the mighty Hulkster, and the World Wrestling Federation fell. For a billion Hulkamaniacs who live and die for Hogan saw the genius was triumphant at the bell. They saw their hulking hero as he wallowed in self-pity, like the victim of a somewhat heinous crime. And now he has a partner even stupider than he is, so I'm sure he'll be the loser one more time. Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect, you're the man who's never wrong. Can you prophesize what we're about to do? By the power of the genius and the world's smartest man, I'll rely on my incredible IQ. Love it. Uh, How do you top that? (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking about Mr. Perfect, too, earlier before the show. Yeah, that You had some good matches with Mr. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Were you a a tag team partner with them, too? I was tag team partners with Mr. Perfect. In fact, um, I made 27 appearances on, I'm sorry, 23 appearances in Madison Square Garden, but two of them, as a part of the main event of the evening. So I'm a little behind Bruno San Martino's record. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking, um, you know, two, uh, two main events on Madison Square Garden. You know, I was, uh, so I'm proud of it. Absolutely. It, sure. Main event in Madison Square Garden. You got to be proud it's, of that. Yeah, there's not, nothing to scoff at. I mean, you know, Bruno main event at Madison Square Garden for <laughs> 700 years, but. Uh, Hey. What was he, the champ for seven years or something I, like that? I, I want to say, yeah, yeah. Six, seven years, yeah. yeah. Goes to Madison yeah. Square Garden in New York and then, you know, goes and insults all the Boston sports teams, too, at one point in his career. How <laughs> How is that? Do you just have, like, a, a, a burning, like, you hate Boston sports? or? Oh, I wrote a poem. Actually, Boston, um, Boston was very instrumental in getting me to turn the heel. Because Chief J. Strombo says, well, you can't be a heel. You're too good looking. And I said, well, you were a baby face for 50 years, and you're the ugly. <laughs> 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 well, they, were, they were about to fire me as Leaping Lanny because, you know, the can that tire routine, you know. And uh, I said, well, they have too many baby faces. Why don't, good guys. Why don't you make me a heel? Bad guy. Yeah, okay. Go <laughs> Whatever the you use. Good guys, bad guys. So Vince says, if you can show me that you're a bad guy, I will... Uh, Consider it. 
so when you guys, uh, when you kind of made that facade over into that bad guy, uh, what 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 was uh, what was the idea behind uh, like the equations that you would that you would put um, in in the matches? Uh, tell oh. us a little bit about that. Yes, the equations. Yes, <laughs> um, or not. This genius gimmick was just a gimmick, and I don't know anything about equations. And now I have an iPhone that you don't need math at all. Just as long as you know the equation, you can get an answer. So anyway, I'm in Boston Garden, and I'm trying to prove that I can be a villain. Okay, so I go, my name is Lanny Poffo. I always know what's up. The Bruins haven't got a chance to win the Stanley Cup. Love it. (laughs) The Red Sox haven't won in years. I hope they never do The Celtics are a travesty. The Patriots are too. And I start the third verse, and a fan jumps in the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, Jeff, were you that fan? Uh, Yeah, I could have been. Boston Boston fans are pretty diehard, that's for sure. Uh, The other (laughs) wonderful punchline on this is both Jeff and I are from New England. Uh Anyway, the fan, oh, you're a mass hole. Yes, yes, Yes. I am. A big mass hole. Then I have to assume thinks it's real, okay? So. So what I do is I remember the words of W.C. Fields, never give a sucker an even break. <laughs> so he's entering the ring. I clock him in the jaw, and he goes flying. <laughs> nice. I, I start the third verse, and another fan jumps in the ring, this time Boston's finest jump in the ring. And then the commission says, uh, it's not a state commission, it's a commonwealth, I guess. I hate it when they confuse them. So... Anyway, they canceled the match because of a mini riot that I caused. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And then when and I the villain was born. Room, yeah. <laughs> I came back to the locker room, and you know what I said to myself? Wow. Uh, I, I felt like I had accomplished something. I had pissed off all these people. And that's what I said. Well, it turns out you're not as good looking as we thought you were. <laughs> you thought of a gimmick. And I said, well, how about boy genius? Because that's the kid in the class that's going, well, Mr. Carter, you know. So he says, I got it. People with that's in the will drop the name, Manny Papo, and you'll just be the genius. And I said, no, I want to do it my way. No, I didn't say that. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to tell Vince McMahon, you know what I mean? He stood up. He, he defeated a federal grand jury and billionaire Ted Turner. I don't think he worries about Lanny Poffo. So I didn't have, <laughs> have the moxie to stand up to him. But I found it not profitable anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not profitable, I would back, agree. Back in the day, he wasn't all that, though, was he? Back in the day, he was just a millionaire. Then he became a billionaire. (laughs) (laughs) From the looks of him lately on television, he's about to become uh, uh, the meat for worms, I think. Oh, no. Yeah, Yeah, he isn't looking all that great. No, I tell you what, he looks like uh, most of the sands of the hourglass are at the bottom right now. Yeah, yeah. It really does. Even he's, you can see him in the suits. It's like, oh, he's right. He's definitely he's getting right. up there. Yeah. Now well, he's, he's, he's seventy-five or something. McMahon, now, right? though, yeah. he was you know for a while he was pumping the weight. He also he got jacked up. Yeah. Well, he had to he had to def- he had to deal with Steve Austin. <laughs> right. It was just you know you knew he was. Uh, I'm going to say roiding it up because he, you know he just blew up and. Um, no, Lanny. No, just- Jeff, are you suggesting that <laughs> would, no. would gamble his life with experimental steroids? <laughs> Absolutely well, not. He'd never make it through. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. There's a visual test, and anything that looks a little too good is probably cheating. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Very true. So who were, uh, who were some of the, the, the bigger names that you, en- you enjoyed working with? Okay, as Leaping Lanny, my favorite opponents were Terry Funk, mm-hmm. Dory Funk Jr., and Bob Orton Jr. And uh, if I could work with those guys every night, I wouldn't have to turn heel. Yeah. And, if, <laughs> and as, when I turned heel, um, <clears throat> I believe in cheap heat. That's my favorite kind. So I would, um, I would be a man of, let's say, um, I was not the most masculine of my gender when I entered the ring as the genius. I was kind of swishing in there, and I had <laughs> effeminate moves, but I always denied it. I was on the Regis Philbin show, mm, and right. uh, he suggested that I was looking at Mr. Perfect with a little bit of lustful. And, uh, and I said, then I went on most, most butch voice. I went very masculine, and I said, Regis, 
I am a monogamous heterosexual. Are you questioning? He says, no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> on my website, geniuslannypaffo.com. Um, all of my fondest memories are there with my appearance on Regis and all these things. And uh, I'm still very lucky that thanks to my podcast um, uh, at the Genius uh, at the Genius Cast, and it's on uh, wrestling uh, uh, prowrestlingstories.com. Oh, oh, do you hear that? I'm you sorry. getting in trouble? <laughs> no, you know what it is. I got Alexa going on. Oh, so, oh, that uh, went off. I should have shut her off before I. Sometimes those smart speakers are too smart for their own yeah, good. Yeah, I'll be watching TV. Alexa, and pause. I'll be watching WWE, <laughs> and Alexa Bliss will be wrestling, and it'll say her name, Alexa, and all of a sudden my Alexa goes off. Yeah, that happens to me when they have like a commercial on that talks about Alexa, and the next thing I know, she's like giving me yeah. recipes from across the room. Exactly. I'm like, I didn't ask you to talk. <laughs> I <laughs> Shut said, it down. I've said the word seriously, and my iPhone goes off on me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we were talking about um, uh, t- uh, Terry Funk and. Uh, what's the name? Um, Cowboy Bob Orton. Man, mankind. Uh, Jack. What's the name? Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. Right. Cactus uh, Jack. Yeah, we were talking about them earlier about the extreme rest, uh, extreme matches, and you know all that good stuff. Do you ever work with any uh, objects uh, in the ring? Well, in NBC, uh, bef- a couple years before um, I wrestled Hulk Hogan, um, they used to. Um, I was sucking hind tit on the sow, as they say, in the farm, okay? <laughs> and uh, they needed a guy to get blood for Andre the Giant. So I... I was just uh, going to ask him about this. Oh, you were going to ask me about it? Yeah, because you're. I'm going to let you tell it, though, because you're going to lead right into what I was going to ask you. This is perfect. Okay, go ahead and ask me what you were going to do with this. So do it I just got you right now. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I wanted to know, you know, whose idea was it to let uh, Andre the Giant headbutt you? Well... First of all, I was going to be on a dark match that night. And you know what that is? That's when you go out there right. and they practice the focus, the lighting and everything while you get the crowd warmed up. Well, when I was a boy, my dream was not to be on the dark match. My dream was to be in the main event of the evening. So um, Gorilla Monsoon said, Lanny, come here. He says, um, I just came back from the uh, production meeting with Dick Ebersaw, Vince McMahon, you know, NBC and all these people. And they said, we needed a guy to make Andre more vicious, you see, because he was a good guy all those years and they want to make him a bad guy mm-hmm. so he could wrestle Hulk Hogan in front of 93,000 people in Pontiac, Michigan. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, he says, I said, I suggested that you are the man for that job. He says, you're not going to make a monkey out of me, are you? And I said, I would never make a monkey out of a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So anyway, um, I hate to gross you guys out, but I did a self-inflicted razor blade wound to the head. Nice. Okay. And uh, just to prove I am a genius, it's the supratrochlear vein, which goes in the center of the forehead. And I knew just where it was, and I sliced it. And then, um, you know, but here's what I learned. Like... Vince McMahon came up to me before the match. He says, you're going to do it for us. us. Are you going to do it? Okay, pal, you're going to do it for us. And then Dick Ebersol of NBC Sports says, Lanny, please bleed well for us because this is very important. (laughs) And then after I I get all bloody, in in fact, a little bit too much, I tried to, when I got back to the locker room, I put a towel on my head. And the only ones that cared if I lived or died were my brother, Rick Martell, Rene Goulet and me, everybody else. And I thought, maybe this is what it's like when a girl, you know, does everything on the first date and the boy doesn't call. So, <laughs> you know, when, uh, thank you for everything. You have served your purpose. Now buzz off, you know? Right. So, so when they made the card for WrestleMania three, yours truly was not on it. So I thought to myself, well, I needed that like a hole in the head. <laughs> right, right. You give him the big push, the heel turn, and you don't even get an invitation to the prom. Well, I'll tell you what, though. Um, it's a it's a defecation sandwich. You can eat it or you can starve. I had I was married with a daughter, and it was the most money I could make. Um, and I found that the only thing that counts is what the bank teller counts. Now, true. Uh, 
you know, I know you talk about success all the time. Here's my version. Everybody's into pleasure, power, and possession. I'm into health, wealth, and freedom. Health is the most important. Wealth, everybody has a different definition of what that is. But in my opinion, according to Robert Kiyosaki, mm. uh, the rich dad, poor dad, if your passive income is greater than your monthly expenses, you can retire. That's why I'm retired. Yep. And I retired for over 10 years. So I got the last laugh. There you go. Yeah. Now, we, we know uh, Robert Kiyosaki uh, very well. And uh, we're going to go to commercial break, uh, but we'll be right back here with uh, Lenny Poffo. Yeah, guys, right? check out our live stream, Facebook.com, Voice America Variety. Uh, we got the live feed going out there. And then, of course, all over social media on Twitter, at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2. Check us out. We'll be right back right after these messages on Finding Your Frequency. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure, and we're here with our uh, special guest, Andy, also in the house. Andy, also in the house. And, of course, our special uh, uh, guest, the genius, Leapin' Lenny Poffo. Lenny, we talked about uh, some of the wrestling career. Andy, you said you had a couple things you had in, in mind. Yeah, just uh, a couple of things. Um, so I read I read these on your oh. Wikipedia page, and I know Wikipedia is not always the most accurate source of information. But uh, just no. a couple of things that I thought were kind of interesting. Um, one, I read that you read you won some tag team championships with your dad. Mm. Yeah, that was back in 1974. Um, it was the World Tag Team Championship, as long as the world is... Ohio, Michigan, Ontario, <laughs> and parts of Pennsylvania. So, okay. You know, uh, back then it was very disputed whether it was the we represented the actual world. Uh, but I was uh, 20 years old and very proud to be in the ring with my father. And uh, yeah, it had to be cool. Yeah. Oh yes, it was. Uh, he taught me uh, quite a bit. Of course, uh, he could go and when he was into criticism as my brother. Uh, they could go, keep talking after they made their point. Until my eyes rolled back in my head, <laughs> you know. But um, believe it or not, it's what I'm the most now, you know, because at least they cared enough to uh, correct me. Sure, absolutely. Sure. Um, is that were you guys the only, or or maybe one of the first father son tag team champions? I have no idea. I think there was. Uh, we wrestled against the Curry uh, family of uh, Wild Bull Curry and Flying Fred. So it was Leaping Lanny versus. Flying Fred, that was a good match. Nice. So, uh, anyway, it was, uh, I wrestled from 1973 to 1994. And since since then, I've been, uh, I'll tell you what, I enjoyed every moment of it. Absolutely. So 1994, uh, that actually leads into my next question. Um, I read that you signed with WCW in 1994, 1995-ish, and they paid you to never wrestle another match. Right. Actually, mm-hmm. I bleached my hair blonde, and I, you know, because I was going to go as Gorgeous George. It was my brother's idea. Okay. And check him out. 
let me see if you've been working out and sun tanning and everything. So I bleached my hair blonde. I got these blue contact lenses. I was, um, I wrote a song about uh, to enter the ring with gorgeous George, you know, all that, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then uh, I waited for the phone to ring, and it never did. But the checks came, kept coming in, so I wasn't really <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> at all. No. And, uh, so the thing is, I wouldn't have probably made it as gorgeous George because I bleached my hair so much that, um, oh my God, I probably would look more like the scarecrow on the Wizard of Oz. Than <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh... You know, just sort of, sort of the the later career things. Um, I was watching the All In pay per view a couple weekends ago and was surprised mm. to see you come out one. with uh, Black Machismo Jay Lethal, and I wanted to know what that was like. Wow, I'll tell you what, I'm the oldest guy there, and everybody <laughs> you make me feel so young. You know, I was like, and I'm from Downers Grove, Illinois, so that's like my hometown, even though the building was in Hoffman Estates. Mm-hmm. So I was just very happy to be in it, and I'm going to say that. Uh, the Young Bucks, is, you know, and the uh, Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. These guys, um, well, they made my, I, I'm trying to express it. What can I say to express it? They rejuvenated my sagging career. You know, I've got a, I've got a pulse again, you know, and it made me very happy. And uh, they, they even got some more ideas. They're going to do some more things. Uh, of course, I don't belong in the ring. Even just switch. <laughs> Because uh, some people don't know when to quit, but I have a flair for the comedic, and that's what they like. So, right. but, uh, as long as I can serve, I'm very proud to be there. That's great. Excellent. Yeah, you know, WWE was just like you know holding the market for a long time. Absolutely. You know, I mean, during the the Monday Night Wars and stuff like that, you know, they were battling with WCW, but then you know, obviously the McMahons took over. But now I like this, you know, you got, you know, New Japan Wrestling mm-hmm. and you've got, you know, Ring, uh, of, Ring Honor of Honor and, and Impact Wrestling right. re- reinventing themselves for the 15th time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it's nice to know I didn't realize that you were part of that, Lanny, until probably about a week ago. Uh, and I realized that, you know, this was something that you were involved with. Um, what what are you doing uh, with them? Well, you know, like just waiting by the phone and I'm ready to jump at the first opportunity because, you know, as a retiree, it's nice once in a while to be invited to the prom. Yeah. Now, do you know Kenny Omega? I mean, you, you must know everybody in the tr- industry. but I, I met him for the first time September 1st at the show. Ah, okay. Okay. And he had some, he was very, very nice. He was not the least bit conceited and, uh, you know, we went on talking about different things, and uh, I'm just telling you, that guy is um, my brother, Macho Man Randy Savage, mm-hmm. was the greatest, you know, in-ring performer right. in his generation. Can you imagine, can you imagine if he was uh, in his prime, what kind of a match he would have with Kenny Omega? That'd be awesome. Oh, That, that would be awesome. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a big Macho Man fan. Uh, I think my three top favorite wrestlers was the Macho Man, uh, Brett the Hitman, and The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Those are probably my top three of all time, which is pretty good. Oh, that's, a, I mean, that's a pretty good uh, one more, and you got Mount Rushmore. That, exactly <laughs> right. There we well, go. Well, Lanny, what about you? What is uh, maybe your three your three favorite wrestlers of all time? Nice. Oh, wow. That's a tough question. I have to go with, um, naturally, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay, he'd be the Abraham Lincoln of <laughs> And, you know, I, listen, I, uh, anything great that happened in my life is because of my mom, my dad, and my brother. So I'm not going to come on this show and pretend otherwise. So I put Macho Man right up there. I also put The Rock because he actually, okay, Rock, yeah, yeah uh, Dwayne Johnson, because he made the move from, you know, professional wrestling, sports entertainment to legitimate show business. Yeah. And um, did a hell of a job. I just saw his movie uh, Skyscraper. What a, yeah. you know, I was, I'm very proud of him, and he's a nice person too. Yeah. I have to say, uh, give Stone Cold Steve Austin a break and put him in there. Okay, all right. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. Okay. Okay. But there, I only feel badly uh, that uh, there's only four that goes on there, and Mick Foley. 
Can he can he be the runner up because anybody sure. that would throw his body off the cage? You're not you're not kidding. <laughs> that yeah. dude was insane. I yeah. just I just watched that match the other night. I was going through the WWE vault there and I just I just saw the uh, uh, the the match itself and just him going off the top of the cage first of all onto the table, then getting off the stre- uh, the stretcher, climbing back up, and then going through the cage. Just unbelievable. What a great match. Unfortunately, I think that was what uh, kind of helped his retirement, right, Lenny? You know, you can have balls or brains, but you can never have balls. <laughs> <laughs> Let us all choose brains. Yes, yes. Well spoken by yeah. genius. Yeah, I now, say, yeah, when I say to, when I say top three, I mean the Rock and mm-hmm. uh, Stone Cold are definitely right up there too. Sure. Yeah, I was going a little bit on the older school. Sure, sure. <laughs> My favorite all time wrestler is the Honky Tonk Man because he beat people with a guitar, and I thought that was awesome I when I was him. a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just hated him. You know, he did it with just plain. <laughs> he did it with just plain. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, tell us about the uh, the motivational speaking that you're that you're doing. Well, it became. Um, I got a few bookings by doing that, and then it, it all started into you know word of mouth. They say, "Wow, this guy is really fun." And then um, next thing you know, uh, I had a full calendar, and I had to cut down a little bit because you know the word of mouth gets going <laughs> and it's mushrooming. But what I always do is um, I try to find out which direction they want to go first. You see what I mean? And then I adapt my speech to the to the people I'm talking to. So, you know, just tell them basically what they want to hear and, uh, and then keep it positive. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I've, I don't rent a tuxedo. I own one, you know, because right. I always, I just want to, you know, look my best every time they bring me in mm-hmm. but i don't like to do too many uh just once a month is fine you know i don't want to sure. go any no you're an absolutely absolute artist with the word so it only makes sense that you would do some kind of speaking so <clears throat> you know that's that's pretty cool what about uh, what about your books uh tell us about your books well i did uh two books uh, uh wrestling with rhyme which included all the poems or most of the poems that i did in the in the wwf Hmm. and then um having absolutely nothing to do with it i had limericks from the heart and lungs Hmm. for example a canadian smoker named faye smoked more than a pack every day i asked her how come she replied because i'm dumb i guess that's a good answer a so there's 335 (laughs) limericks all about smoking and i made every limerick and um, it's like there was one, and then they go from can't read, read to me, all the way up to college level, which would be when Sheila earned her PhD with her boyfriend of equal degree, dissertations got tough, so they smoked off the cuff. How stupid can smart people be? <laughs> nice. and, um, a, a real estate mogul named Dave let cigarettes make him a slave. Location, location, and smoke inhalation has led to his premature grave. Ooh. Yeah, bad, bad. It's a body slam right there. A few of them. That was from the top ropes. Now, you all know that limericks are sometimes dirty. There once was a man from Nantucket. Oh, yeah. Well, limericks are all clean. And, you know, <clears throat> I only talk dirty when I drop the casserole on my foot. <laughs> so uh, what's, uh, what, how's your acting career go? What have what you, you been doing as far as uh, acting? Well, I made a few movies. They played one of them on a plane, and it was so bad, people were walking out. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm going to use that one. Yeah. <laughs> Poffo on a plane. <laughs> so anyway, yes, yeah, so I'm anything, you know, whenever something comes up, I'm always rough and ready, and I ask myself, uh, you know, I try to keep open for new ideas and stuff. So uh, I was in couple of movies, low-budget ones. And um, in fact, I think I was the only actor that was actually paid. Everybody was there for gratis. <laughs> so, and nice. this guy, Harvey Weinstein, uh, says if I comply with I'm going to be uh, 
right up in there. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much uh, clout Harvey's got anymore. Yeah, yeah, well. well, he's exposed now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Very nice. Stuff. Very nice. So, uh, Lenny, when are you going into the Hall of Fame? Uh, how long can you hold your breath? <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I'm going in the Hall of Fame. Um, but I'll tell you what. There, I got a call from a lawyer that wanted me to join a class action lawsuit about concussions. And he's, and I said, well, I've never had a concussion. And he said, well, don't worry. You get your name on the class action suit. And when we win, you can, you know, you're going to make a lot of money. And I said, look, I'm not really a genius, but I did read a lot of John Grisham novels. And I remember The King of Tort. And if you read that book, you will learn that in a class action lawsuit, the only people that make money are the lawyers. Mm. Yeah. In most court cases, yeah. the people making money Absolutely. are the lawyers. Absolutely. So I, I'm. why do you say you you won't make it to the Hall of Fame? Well, let's put it this way. Fame, if you win it, comes and goes in a minute. If they call me, first I'll faint, and then I'll go and I'll make my speech. And it'll be um, I, like I, I inducted my brother into the yes. Hall of Fame. Yes, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. com, And I put it right in front. And my speech was only eight minutes. Everybody else is 30 minutes, 50 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Right. You know I mean? Brevity is the soul of wit. Now, okay? Ryan and I were talking about when you inducted uh, Randy into the Hall of Fame. There was the whole thing a, uh, a, poem? a poem? Yeah. It was awesome. It was. I'm sorry. What was that? Uh, you can't. You, it, in the in the video on your website uh, where it shows you uh, doing the uh, induction for your brother, uh, you came out on stage and your whole uh, your whole speech was all, all all built around a poem. Correct. Yes, I had I had a beginning, a middle, and an end, and I had and I put them as close together as I could. Okay, so um, it wouldn't be too long. But the first poem goes: um, I stand before the Hall of Fame in honor of my brother who seized each carpe diem day with passion like no other. Born Randy Mario Poffo, he became the macho man. Randy Savage made it cool to be a wrestling fan. His match with Ricky Steamboat in 1987 was on a scale from one to 10, much better than 11. He snapped into a Slim Jim with his iconic voice. He earned a role in Spider-Man, which made his fans rejoice. When the mega powers exploded, the storyline was real. Life's too short to hold a grudge. It's time for us to heal. In triumphant jubilation, we celebrate his name. Finally, the Macho Man is in the Hall of Fame. Nice. Yeah. That's fantastic. Nice. Yes. Well done. Well done. I forgot he was in Spider-Man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it's Bonesaw snap. is ready. Yeah. Yeah, Bonesaw. Yeah. Right, right. Bonesaw. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like that. Snap it to a Slim Jim. Yeah. I still buy Slim Jims because of Randy it's, Savage. It's, it's part of, uh, if, you, if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, mm -hmm. right, uh, you literally have Macho Man and Slim Jim ingrained in your brain. Mm -hmm. there, you can't yep. lose it. It's part no. of, it's right. part of who, who you are as growing Snap up in that time Slim in pop Jim. culture. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Snap into it! <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Thank you. Good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's next for Lenny Poffo? Well, I don't want to be the guy that drank from the champagne bottle and then had to put it back. Mm. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, Kerry Von Erich in the early 80s. I was going to say was, the Von Erichs. What's that? He was supposed to uh, be in um, Rocky IV playing the Russian. And um, Drago, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. He, he went and announced it on a show like this, and everybody said, oh, Kerry's going to be in Rocky IV. Well, what happened was... Um, when um, who who's who finally got the role as the Russian uh, boxer? Ivan Oh, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. So so what happened was uh, he wound up looking like a fool, like he had over you know. Right. Mm -hmm. And then and then uh, he finally commits suicide. I don't <laughs> think it was because of that. Right. But you know had a number of problems. Yeah. But I don't want to like. Um, brag about something until it's already signed and delivered gotcha absolutely but you do but have I'll things just, you do have things in the works then i've got some things in the works and i'll tell you what um jeff you'll be the first to know excellent the, as soon as the ink is dry 
Good. Perfect. Perfect. Some irons in the fire. So let's talk about your podcast. What uh, what have you been doing with the podcast? Um, JP Zarka approached me, and he already had a very successful um, website called called uh, WrestlingStories.com. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he I had already turned down so many offers, and uh, I decided to go ahead with him. And uh, you know, already we've got some tremendous momentum. Um, the we've already had two, and the third one's in the can, and. Uh, I got this really nice microphone, and uh, you know we're gonna have fun with it. Love it, love it. I was actually listening to uh, one of the episodes earlier this morning on my way into work, and Good. I I really enjoyed it actually. I'm, I'm gonna be hitting that subscribe button. Well, I'll tell Excellent. you what, you know, uh, we'll have to see what happens if uh, Voice America uh, maybe help syndicate uh, that podcast over. Uh, you know, let's uh, take a listen and. See what we can do. See what we can help you out. Help build build that audience. And uh, JP Zarka would be delighted because he's a big fan of you guys. Excellent. Oh, fantastic. Excellent. Awesome. We like fans. Yeah. Fans are great. Fans are groovy. Okay. So, uh, Andy, any other uh, questions for? Um. Well, I guess the only thing I've 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 kind of been wondering all along is how does the uh, Papo family feel about? Um, Jay Lethal doing the Black Machismo thing. Okay, we had a friend. Um, his name was Ed Schumann, and he got a three-way call with my brother, Ed Schumann, and and uh, Jay Lethal. And um, what happened was, Randy says, "Ooh, since you know, um, what is it? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, mm-hmm. so we do it." And then, but Randy did not believe how great. Jay Lethal was at it. He had all his mannerisms down and everything. And not only that, he does a great Ric Flair, too. He you know, sure and, does, yeah. And I mean, um, Randy was like, God, I didn't know he'd be that great. You know, <laughs> he had all the maneuvers down and everything. And um, Jay Lethal had a fantastic match with Flip Gordon. Yes, on, he did. You know, at all the, all in. And the, <laughs> some of the, there she goes, there she goes <laughs> again. Some of the. Um, some of some of the high spots in the match were copied from the steamboat match so i thought that was fantastic you know that he he goes to such extremes mm-hmm. also the jacket that he wore i'm very dear friends with a guy named uh dr marty urban he's a uh implantologist uh and gum disease doctor uh dentist type of guy from um, Massachusetts, North Grafton, Massachusetts, and he goes to 18 different offices, and he owns um, eight outfits of the Macho Man. He also has World War One memorabilia. He's got uh, Olympic medals oh. from hmm, nice. and um, awesome. you know Jesse Owen. Uh, these are big names, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, sure. Matt and Lanny. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us today. It's been fantastic. Yeah, I want to definitely thank you for being on the show today. Uh, unfortunately, it is that time to wrap it up. Uh, but the genius Leap and Lenny Poffo, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, guys, make sure you go check out uh, his website at uh, geniuslannypoffo.com. Go check it out. There's a lot of cool content there. And, of course, the podcast that he has going on. And you can follow us all over social media at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2. Go check out the website, findingyourfrequency.net. And for all you folks that listen in podcast, don't forget to give us a nice review, shout out, and find us all over social media. We'll be back next week. <laughs>